0: And welcome back to Huck Up a Book. I'm your host, Ellie Mano, age 12, and today I'm going to be reviewing a listener request sent in from Rhea, Lily's Promise, by Katherine Erskine. So I know I just did a listener request, but this one is special. Rhea had emailed me a while ago with this request, but I had some trouble getting the book. First, I tried to order it online, but that didn't work out. Then, I tried getting it from the library. I put in the request a few months ago, but it still hasn't come in, even as I'm recording this episode. Finally, I tried ordering it for the second time, and this time I got it. And then I actually had to read the book. So, Rhea, I'm sorry it took so long for this episode to come out. But, yeah, Lily's promise was awesome. Let me read you a summary. Eleven-year-old Lily Flippin is going through a really tough time. Her dad has just died, and Lily was incredibly close to him. Lily has always been quiet, and she's a super introverted introvert. However, before her dad died, he told Lily to strive for five, to try to speak up five times. That's not going to be easy for Lily. Lily's dad had also been her homeschool teacher, And now that Lily can't stay home during the day, she has to go to a public school. At first, it's absolutely, positively horrible. But then Lily meets Hobart, a puppy-obsessed curling fan. Curling is a sport, by the way. With Hobart by her side, school becomes a little more bearable for Lily. And when she meets Dunya, Zoe, and Skylar, some more loyal friends, It seems like Lily might actually have fun at school. But still, Strive for Five is feeling impossible, especially because of a mean bully, Ryan, and his gang. Plus, Lily finds out that people all around her are intolerant towards immigrants, even towards Dunya, one of Lily's new friends that immigrated from Iraq. Lily really wants to do something to bring out the kindness in everyone, but when she is still having trouble with her Strive for Five challenge, Speaking up about major issues in her community seems really, 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 really hard. If not impossible. Lily is still determined to speak up five times, though. It was, after all, her last promise to her father. But when Lily has to face the biggest challenge of all, she starts wondering, will she ever be able to meet her goal? Want to know something really cool about Lily's promise? The book alternates between a third-person telling of Lily's story and the first-person perspective of Libro, the actual book. Libro is really funny, and I had never read a book where the literal book was a character. Let me read you a passage from Lily's Promise. Lily wove her way through the kids in the hall as lockers slammed and voices shouted around her. The pale green walls matched the linoleum floor and together with the gray lockers, made the hallway feel depressing and Lily's stomach somewhat unsettled. She was grateful to finally reach the cafeteria. Unfortunately, she couldn't find Hobart. She searched the cafeteria and noticed the posters on the wall, one saying, J.H. Banning students show respect, and several about throwing food. Food fights aren't right. No throwing food. And apples are for eating. Balls are for throwing. Underneath the last one, someone had added the words in bold black sharpie. No throwing balls in the cafeteria either. Lily felt sick. She had worried about the noise, the smell, the need to find a place to sit, and possibly even having to talk with people. But dodging food? She hadn't counted on that. She grabbed a tray and got in line. None of the food looked appetizing, and the cafeteria smelled nothing like her kitchen at home. She selected a wrapped salad and some cheese sticks. Tomorrow, she was definitely bringing her lunch. Clutching her tray, she walked up and down the rows of tables. She saw some girls sitting at one table talking and laughing, but she was too shy to go over and try, Hey, can I sit with you? Like her mother suggested. Her mom could do something like that. It was how she'd met Lily's dad, who had been quiet and shy, like Lily. There were lots of groups of kids, and she wished she could be a part of one, but her voice just wouldn't come out, except with Hobart. She had the feeling she didn't have to worry about anything she said around Hobart. He'd still accept her. I chose to read that passage to you because you get to meet Lily, and you can tell how comfortable Lily is around Hobart. You can also see how introverted Lily is. I think Catherine Erskine is an amazing author, and Lily's Promise is probably in my top ten favorite books of all time. I hate to interrupt the episode, but right now, it's time for a message for the grown-ups. Hey, adults. There's nothing inappropriate in Lily's Promise, but a few characters are very intolerant of immigrants and use a few racist slurs. You might want to discuss this with your child. I'd recommend Lily's Promise for kids ages 9 to 12, but mature 8-year-olds could probably read it as well. Now! it's time for the last segment on hook of a book what emotion you know the rules okay drum roll please the emotion i felt when finishing lily's promise was contemplative i'm not going to spoil the ending because that would be terrible but i can say this The book's ending will definitely make you think. Thank you for listening to Hook of a Book this week. If you have a book you want me to review on the show, email me at hookofabookpodcast at gmail.com. You can also send in a voice message that might be featured on a future episode. Both links are in the episode description. To stay up to date with all things Hook of a Book related, you can check out our Instagram. The link is in the podcast description. Again, thank you to Rhea for requesting that I review Lily's Promise. Remember, stay safe, stay healthy, and keep on reading. Ellie out!